Friends, every August we have the Feast of St. Lawrence pop up on the 10th. And it's a beautiful feast day, and it's pretty unique in many ways. Uh, Last week I was talking with some of my brother priests, and we were trying to think of, is this the only saint who has a proper feast day for the whole church uh, after the age of the apostles? And we think so. You know, John the Baptist has a solemnity for his birth. You've got the, the apostles have their feast days. But after the apostles, there's, there's no, like, individual saint who has a feast day where you sing the Gloria just for an individual saint, an individual person. Uh, so, you know, we have a feast day for St. Rose of Lima, but that's because this is her patronal church. You know, the rest of the church doesn't celebrate that. It's a memorial. It's more of a simple kind of day. But St. Lawrence, it's always a feast. We always sing the Gloria. The readings today are proper to his feast day as well. They speak of who he was. He was a deacon of the Church of Rome, and so the Gospel speaks about both his martyrdom, but also that whoever serves Christ must follow him. The word deacon simply means servant. Also, we have the generosity of Lawrence pointed out in in the first reading, talking about that uh, God will make every grace abundant for you. God loves a cheerful giver. Deacons are those who distribute to the poor. They are generous. They, They want to be giving and always handing on things to those in need, as we read in the Acts of the Apostles. And so with our psalm response today, blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. St. Lawrence as well. He died in 258 A.D. in Rome, a few days after uh, Pope Sixtus II was martyred. This is under the persecutions of Valerian, one of the most violent persecutions of the early church. And the story of Lawrence uh, is so powerful. Maybe this is why it's continued to be a feast in the church, is just how beautiful it is that Lawrence, this deacon, uh, who just had his his bishop, the Bishop of Rome, slaughtered a few days before, he himself was found out by the authorities. And the prefect of Rome says, you need to either worship the emperor and worship our gods, or we're going to kill you, and first we're going to take all your stuff. You know, they won't just kill you, they take all your possessions, all your money, all the riches you might have had. This is part of the persecution. So Lawrence very shrewdly says, you know what, give me three days and I will be able to collect the wealth of the church and give it to you. So, of course, being good practical Romans are like, hey, that sounds pretty good. Let's, let's give him some time and we'll, we'll get some extra cash. So Lawrence goes around and instead of collecting the wealth of the church, he takes all the goods and possessions and money he can find and he gives it away to the poorest of the poor. He gives it to all the poor people of his community, of his, of his church in Rome. And then when he reports finally to the prefect, he brings with him all these poor brothers and sisters, these poor Christians, poor Romans, who he's given this wealth to. And when they say, where are the riches of the church? He points to all the people behind him and, says, and he says, here are the true riches of the church. See how much more wealthy Christ is than your emperor. (laughs) And then Lawrence is martyred by being grilled alive, placed on a gridiron over a fire. And so the legend goes that Lawrence, being so filled with the Holy Spirit and so happy to offer his life for Christ, as he's being roasted alive, he says to his torturers, turn me over, I'm done on this side. 
Maybe that's part of the feast day as well. Like the church loves that kind of laughing in the face of death, that kind of comedy, even in the face of sufferings. It's good to be light of heart. Take that as you will, but it's a, it's a beautiful, uh, instructive story for us today. The martyrs always profess what our true riches are. In Lawrence, we see that his true riches are Jesus Christ, his Lord and Savior, the true emperor, the true ruler, the real king. And the true riches are God's people. Love of God, love of neighbor, perfectly united, and Lawrence is willing to suffer for that, willing to be generous and cheerful, to lend those in need, to always be the servant. As we worship the Lord in this Eucharist, we give thanks for all the saints. We ask the Lord to give us a share of that generosity, to have our eyes really refocused on what true riches are. Really, all we have in our, as our riches, all we have to possess in this life that matters is Jesus, our Lord, and of his people, of our neighbor, of those who are made in God's image and likeness. One of the reasons why Lawrence speaks to us today after 1,700 years is that he discovered that the real joy of Christ is that in giving we do receive, in sharing we become more rich, in surrendering all things over to Christ, we actually lose nothing, even should we die for it. So brothers and sisters, may St. Lawrence intercede for us, and may we be those generous servants who love God and love our neighbor.